0: This is Rob Scott, and you're listening to Fundamental Shift.
1: When I was a little boy About the age of five and My mother said I'd be The greatest man in life Now I'm a man i made 21 you better believe me baby we can have a lot of fun i'll spell m a
0: n so that is uh billy boy arnold on his consolidated mojo album by electro 5 records and i'll be playing that whole song at the end of my podcast today i Just felt a little bluesy. So there it is. Billy Boy Arnold. Check him out. Today's show is called The Beauty of an Itch, and it is really important. Um, As far as I'm concerned, I think it's one of the biggest things that we can get if we're trying to sort of grow or evolve or whatever we're all trying to do. Um, Today, what I'm going to do is describe what I mean by itch. Oftentimes, I'm sort of re classifying words or using them a little differently and so not only do i mean you know a physical itch but almost just bothers in general so we'll be getting into that a little bit and then we're going to talk about a couple ways that you know how can you call an itch beautiful and itch is pretty much the most bothersome thing that uh most people can think of uh you know outside of pure torture but um they really, really, really can be beautiful, both literally and sort of uh, in a figurative way with the way that we can begin to work with them. So today's talk, The Beauty of an Itch, uh, it's a good one to pay attention. Thanks. So just real quickly, I want to describe what I mean by an itch. Obviously, a physical itch is what we're all probably familiar with when you know, something is just dying for your attention, you need to scratch it, and it's normally uh, a big bother and something that's really annoying. But I want to open up the concept of an itch to uh, include emotional itches, uh, mental bothers in general, sort of, you know, traffic jam, kind of being bothered in any way. So. Uh, I will talk about specific physical itches, but I also can mean itch uh, to be something that's just a bother in general, that that needs scratching or a quick fix uh, in in some way. So when I'm talking about an itch, that's what I mean. Uh, And I'll clarify which way I'm talking about it as we go, but uh, I just want to open up that it's not just a physical itch we're talking about. It can also be an emotional or psychic or otherwise, you know, a mental itch as well. So... Itch to scratch or itching and scratching is basically a really iconic representation of the whole pleasure and pain duality that we live in. Uh, we have some pain and we want to find pleasure. We want to we want to end our pain and you know and and get right to the feel good stuff. So the immediate push or urge to fix the problem of an itch is. Um, a very, very iconic that, and you know, that's the basic problem. That's the basic thing where we're being pushed around as, as people. That very behavior, in its many facets, is our core problem. The fact that we're not in control—that something seemingly happens to us, or happens from inside us, or whatever—but away from our egoic sort of uh, way of being, and we, we move to make it better. It's that's not right. We got to fix that. That's oh, that's so bothersome. I got to uh, got to fix that right? So that immediate push is, uh, you know, that's our core problem. That's one of our core problems as people. So if I were going to describe a powerful person, most people would think that what I mean by that is somebody who is, you know, maybe itch-free, right? They're so powerful that they don't have any problems at all, that, that everything ends for them, right? Uh, the enlightened person, no more challenges, nothing, just pure bliss, pure freedom, pure peace, right? Well, I want to reframe that because I don't agree with that. I don't think it's at all about becoming itch-free. And this is important for somebody trying to learn this stuff and open up into new ways uh, of being. It's not at all about being itch-free or bother-free. It's about being itch-proof or bother-proof, if you think about it that way. Um, And the difference there is that itches don't stop coming, and we wouldn 't want them to actually they are the challenges of life they 're actually and later i 'm hoping to make it more clear as to why they are so beautiful but it 's not that we want to be itch free we want to be itch proof we want to we want to have these itches we want to have these challenges, and we want to be able to overcome them and wait through them and see the beauty in them right and I will get to what I mean by that but Itches don't stop coming. Life does not stop. The The tidal waves keep coming, the, the The pains, the egos that we bash into, all that stuff keeps coming. So being itch-free is unrealistic. It's, uh, it's a dream. It's not, you know, that's not a real thing. But we can learn to be itch-proof. We can learn to be strong and fearless. We can learn to sit through our bothers. Uh, we, you know, and so what would that be? Um, what would that look like? Well, we'll get into that shortly, but I just want to make a real big point that it's not that we're trying to be free of itches altogether. We're trying to actually be itch-proof or you know, do what we can on our side of that agreement uh, to weather any storm and to be, to be strong and, and, uh, and able. And so I hope that's clear. So I've blended together uh, sort of a physical itch and an emotional bother and all those things, and I'm kind of calling all those things itches, and that's useful in some sense. But to attack this literally and to learn how these things become beautiful, I want to dial it back and just for a second talk about literally a physical itch because it's a good representation of bothers in general, and it's a good way if you do practice meditation to start working with this stuff or if you're just out in the world uh, doing your own thing, it's it's a good thing to become consciously aware of like how we behave when we get a physical itch. Um, let's talk about sitting in meditation for just a second. If you do do that, you will find that itches and sort of little pains and all this stuff uh, frequently come up and uh, they oftentimes can be so bad that they make you not want to sit anymore or you have to move to fix them or whatever and part of the practice there is to really dive into the itch in a way where you take away good and bad. And this is referencing an old uh, talk that I did on good versus evil. But you can take away the judgment valuation of what an itch is and literally just watch the sensation. Just feel what's going on in it. And then it's not separate from you. It's not this separate other thing that's bothering your sort of egoic space where you are that's like it's not an intruder at that point. So you kind of open to it and welcome it in literally by sort of diving into it and giving it your full attention and feeling what it feels like. And in this I'm going to describe the the first part of how this can literally become beautiful. You'll notice that that energy when you're not fighting against it or trying for it not to be there will turn very quickly into another sensation. It can turn into something warm and tingly. It can actually, you know, sort of let's say it's in your leg, it'll move up your leg and do something different. And so in that moment you've just dealt with something that is truly a bother that we would normally have to fix by making it go away by scratching it or doing something else and you've actually just sort of sat through it and really transmuted it in your mind into a different thing and you've welcomed it and you've sort of dealt with a problem or a bother in a new and different way and so That is really important. I may repeat it again. I'm not sure if we'll have time, but going through that, if you want to listen to this again, diving into the itch uh, and becoming sort of one with it, if you will, and not making it this separate annoying thing, but something that you're actually interested in and want to investigate, it takes a little courage in the beginning because it's a bother, right? You need to sort of drop your judgment of it, feel the feeling fully. and, you know, in that point, you allow it the energy to kind of move and to be processed in a in a healthy way. And that can actually be really, really beautiful. It starts to become this really pretty sensation, this really other thing. And, you know, while you're still not judging it, you may not decide to call it good in that moment, but you'll know what I mean when you, uh, when you experience it. So the next time you have an itch, maybe give that a try and sort of dive into it, whether you're doing it in meditation or whether it just happens while you're watching TV. Um, but that's that's a good thing to try. There's a second way that itches in general can become really, really beautiful, and that is that my talk last week was on anchors, and it was sort of an introductory into things that wake us up and bring our attention back to the moment, and as we're realizing more and more and deeper and deeper that that's really the important thing, that we are sort of lost in this time and that we're trying to get more in touch with what's really here and what's really in this moment. Um, The biggest anchor we have, last week we talked about maybe using doorways that we walk through or things like that to remind us of the moment. But the biggest thing when you really wake up, what you'll find is that being bothered in general or having an itch, whether it be physical or mental or otherwise, is the biggest alert that you are not in the right state of mind, that you're not giving your attention fully to the moment. So you're watching TV or you're hanging out and all of a sudden you get really sort of mad at something and rather than going outward to fix the problem outside, use that as an anchor to bring your attention back to your breath for just a second, sort of dive into the energy of that anger, let's say if it's anger and feel it in your stomach and, you know, feel your breath going in and out and sort of allow that to be, really fully be that. Just like if you're feeling an itch and you want to really fully be that itch, really fully be the anger, which we're talking about as an itch now or a bother. Um, You know, dive into it fully and don't run from it, right? And so then you've got You've turned into it, you've become a bit courageous, and you're looking at what's really going on, and that is truly uh, where beauty starts to pour into the situation. It's important to me that you don't just believe me, that that's where beauty kind of comes into the situation. I I need you to look at it yourself, and I, I don't want... You know, I don't want anyone to have sort of faith in what I'm saying, if that makes any sense. I really need you guys to go out and check it out on your own because that's going to be the most worthwhile. So the practice is that the next time you're bothered, use that as the biggest anchor to remind you to bring it back to your breath. Bring it back to yourself and, you know, just kind of recollect. And if we do that, rather than acting outward... In ways that later we might not be proud of or that just don't seem to fix the situation, where the beauty starts to pour in is you'll see that you have more tools to deal with a situation from that state of mind you 'll see that you can actually turn into situations and be uh you know not be afraid of them, not run from them um, and That really brings me to my third point about how these things become beautiful, and that is that we really become able to withstand our own urges, right. And that's the definition of true freedom. When an itch or a bother kind of comes at us and we don't have to run from it, we don't have to do that natural reaction of scratch, right? We actually have a choice. We can choose to scratch it mindfully. We can withstand it and not run from it, right? So this is... You know, I'm imagining people being locked up in jail or something. Like how do some people withstand that and some people break, right, under the, under the stress of the bothers that come from that? Some people can put up with it. Some people can't. And I'm not saying they're all, you know, using meditative means to deal with that. But the person that does use meditative means to deal with things like that uh, is – probably much stronger and much more able to deal with this. So this is really, you know, power of the mind kind of stuff and a way that we can deal with bothers in a much deeper uh, sense. Um, It really becomes the beauty of life. And to start we need to become aware of what we sit through now and what we run from. Um, The beginning of this practice is sort of becoming aware as awareness is sort of underneath of all this practice. It's like what moves us around? You know, is it does our boss say things that really gets under our skin and then we're moved to go home and have a drink instead of not having a drink? And all of that's fine if we do. But begin to watch it. Begin to watch what bothers you and pushes you around. Does the traffic jam bother you enough that you then go home with an attitude that you wish you hadn't? Or you know, are you unhappy in a certain sense because X, Y, and Z happened? Right. So to start this, we become aware of what we are capable of sitting through now without reacting and what actually pushes us around and what we run from, right? Is there a speech that you're too afraid to give? Is there, uh, you know, fears and things that we're not able to get to? Um, We need to start really basically at just watching an itch and learning our relationship with being pushed by an itch to be made to scratch it. And if we can get that down over and over and over again, we'll start to see in the rest of our lives that we don't let things push us around in quite the same way, and that we're strong enough to sit through it. Um, We become honest with ourselves about what pushes us around. So I don't know if I've emphasized it enough, but I literally mean that you guys should be working with itches that come up. That's where this starts, right? And if somebody's trying this, don't think like, oh, I had to scratch that one and I'm, I suck because of it. Be, be gentle with yourself. You know, we can scratch an itch, especially if something else needs our attention. If it's not a time to work with our own, you know, full attention, if we're in a conversation or something else is going on, if our attention should be elsewhere, uh, just try to be mindful when you scratch it, right? But in the same sentence, I want to say that uh, as we're being kind with ourselves and we find ourselves scratching itches, we can also be honest and realize, you know, while we're watching TV, oh, wait, I just caught myself scratching. I didn't even realize I was – I had an itch at that point, right? And so it kind of – using it as an anchor, like it wakes up again. Oh, maybe I should have watched that for a bit or maybe I could have learned from that a little bit more. And uh, we will see as we become more honest with ourselves that we're at different times a little bit more asleep than we uh, than we realize. So – um itches are the biggest anchor that there is uh to wake up. Um, we need to learn to become awake to things that bother us or itch us. Uh, you know, our introduction to anchors last week was one of you know an easy way to stay connected with doorways and all that, but the biggest one is to learn to deal with itches and bothers and problems. That is just a huge point. And when I say the beauty of an itch, I absolutely literally mean that as we watch itches and don't scratch them that they can actually turn and morph into these really beautiful sensations and beautiful things, both physically and mentally and emotionally, right? As we're not pushed around, we'll see the beauty of of being able to sit through these things and what they turn into on their own uh, becomes very, very beautiful. So uh, that is basically my talk for today. I want to play you uh, I'm a Man by Billy Boy Arnold. It's off his Consolidated Mojo album on Electrify Records and uh, check that out go to my site backtobreath.com there's a link to that music if you're interested and there'll be show notes there as well thanks so much for your time have a great day be kind to yourself and everybody else
1: when I was a little boy about the age of five My mother said I'd be The greatest man in life Now I'm a man I made 21 You better believe me baby We can have a lot of fun I spell M A N I'm a man Going back down Two. bring back the second cup, little John the Conqueror, I'm a man, I spell M-A-N, all you women, stand in line, I can make love to your baby, in an hour's time. Make love to your baby and an hour's time I'm a man I spell M A N I'm a man now, Honey, you better tell your husband Quit sneaking and peeping at me If you want to find out the man That I'm supposed to be I miss you, the ribs, honey. And mess up his face. I even snatch both of his. Let it play. ain't I a man. I spell M. A. N. I'm a man. Now you ask me, baby, what it was all about. And that's where the light went When it went off Man I spell M